turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said a big asteroid hit the Earth 65 million years ago and killed all the dinosaurs. Is that a fact? Was your teacher there? How does she know? Oh, Grandpa, it's in the science book, so it's got to be right. Science books used to say that we have a lot of junk DNA in our cells, but that was wrong. You see, little one, no one was there to see that asteroid hit. So how does anyone really know what happened if and when it did? So be careful about trusting everything you read in a science book. But there is a book I do trust. It's called the Bible, the Word of God. And it's never been proven wrong. And the Bible is why I know there were people around when dinosaurs roamed the earth. Do you know when dinosaurs were created? My teacher said 200 billion years ago, but I'm guessing that's wrong. Very wrong indeed. Let's look at the book of Job where we read about a very interesting creature in chapter 40. Look now at the behemoth, which I made along with you. He eats grass like an ox. See now, his strength is in his hips, and his power is in his stomach muscles. He moves his tail like a cedar. The sinews of his thighs are tightly knit. His bones are like beams of bronze, his ribs like bars of iron. You know, some think God was describing an elephant or a hippopotamus. But what kind of animal does that sound like to you? Aren't cedar trees really big and tall? That's right. So if the tail was like a cedar tree, it couldn't be an elephant because their tail are kind of like ropes. And it couldn't be the hippo because their tails are really short flaps. Right again. So who does that leave? It sounds like a big dinosaur. That's what I think, too. The description fits that of a sauropod dinosaur, the likes of which could grow up to 100 feet long, with probably one-third of that length being the tail. Now, the name dinosaur, or terrible lizard, was invented by a feller named Sir Richard Owen in 1841, long after the Bible was written. That's why the word dinosaur never appears in its pages. But they're there just the same. What day in creation would they have been made? They are land animals, and land animals are created on day six. Very good. And when was man created? On day six. Yep. There have been many artifacts found by humans which look like dinosaurs. These artifacts may be a few hundred to a few thousand years old. And they've been found all over the earth, showing that man indeed lived at the same time as dinosaurs. And that's a fact. 
Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, president of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, and I'm here today with both Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, both board members with SABSA. Carl, that we just listened to another one of your many dramas, and this was, was on dinosaurs and the Bible. What are your thoughts on this? Well, dinosaurs are fascinating creatures that kids are always attracted to. And quite frankly, the evolutionary camp has dominated the, the dinosaur story for years, too many years, and have made it as part of believing evolution. Because dinosaurs, as every child is taught, as it mentioned in this uh, vignette, dinosaurs died out 65 million years ago when an asteroid hit the Earth, when there's no scientific evidence for any of that thing. So we look at science, and what is science? It's the systematic knowledge of physical and material world gained through observation and experimentation. So none of that fits what the children are being, well, I shouldn't say none, but almost none of that fits what the children are being taught in schools about how dinosaurs are no longer roaming the earth. But if we look at the Bible, we will see evidence that dinosaur-like creatures are in, did exist at the same time as humans. Like uh, with Job, we have this critter called behemoth that doesn't sound like anything we see in the zoos today, but does fit the, the description of a sauropod dinosaur. And there's lots of evidence that we can see in history, in archaeology, that points to the simultaneous living of humans and dinosaurs. Humans that have made artifacts that look like dinosaurs or resemble dinosaurs or have pictures that look like dinosaurs. Uh, for instance, the, uh, the Chinese calendar of 12 years has 11 critters that are still living today, extant as we say, and a dragon. And people will say, well, the dragon is just a mythological creature. Well, why would the Chinese have 11 real creatures and one fake one on their calendar? And the answer, it can be found from Marco Polo. He described creatures that were described as, that were named dragons, that were, be, were used by the royalty of the Chinese uh, culture, and some even pulled chariots of the emperor. So dragons did exist, and that is why there's a dragon in the 12-year Chinese calendar. Now, what that dragon was, as far as a dinosaur, species or subspecies, whatever, that I don't know, but there is a creature that is probably some type of a dinosaur that was described by Marco Polo. Now, Marco Polo was considered a real person in real history and described a lot of real stuff all throughout his journeys. So why don't people believe what he wrote about dragons? There's a book that I found very interesting called The Untold Secrets of Planet Earth, uh, subtitled Dire Dragons, and it's written by Vance Nelson. And in this, he uh, talks about various findings all throughout the, the United States and the world uh, where people have described or written down or carved or painted creatures that look like dinosaurs, what we would call dinosaurs today. So these are real creatures. They lived at the same time as man, otherwise why would man know to draw about them, write about them, sculpt them? 
So that is why I did this little vignette, because I wanted to tell kids that, yes, you can believe in dinosaurs, and yes, they do help prove not evolution, they prove creation, they prove the Bible. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reid and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're looking at the possible connection between the Bible and dinosaurs. This is a topic that a lot of people, especially even creationists, will run from. Uh, I remember that it was one of the first questions I was asked in a creation science seminar I did more than 30 years ago. And people don't expect you to have an answer for this. And when they find out what the creationist answer is, they're a little bit incredulous. They're, they're a little bit, uh, wow, you're saying that dinosaurs were on the ark? Wow, you're saying that man lived with dinosaurs? Terry, in our pre-program discussion, you were talking about soft tissues. What, what is that important to you in this subject? Okay, well, the way I understand it, Mary Schweitzer, when they had to break apart a, a bone from a dinosaur because it was too heavy to lift in a helicopter, they actually found what, what she found to be soft, soft dinosaur tissue and red blood cells. Well, Mary Schweitzer herself knew that soft tissue and red blood cells would not last 65 million years. That's why she herself retested her results 17 times, and then the scientific community was questioning her results, saying that she got it wrong because they knew that there was no way soft tissue and red blood cells would last 65 million years. But now that they know that she got it right, it was soft dinosaur tissue, soft tissue and red blood cells, and it's been repeated since then. And instead of saying, well, maybe the dinosaurs didn't die out 65 million years ago, they're trying to figure out how soft tissue and red blood cells would have lasted 65 million years. You should note in this that Dr. Schweitzer is not a creationist. She's an evolutionist, but she has never retracted her findings of this being soft tissue. But on top of this one Tyrannosaurus rex find, we now have a... uh, Triceratops find in which they have found soft tissues within the horn. Uh, actually, they were bone cells, etc. There have been multiple finds now which show these soft tissues, and it's a huge problem for the evolutionary community. However, it's no problem whatsoever for the creationists. We simply don't think any of that stuff is that old. I believe the person that brought out the cells, the soft tissue cells from the Triceratops, I think he lost his job. And he, he certainly did. So there's a price to pay for being a creationist. And I think that's another thing we need to start telling our kids nowadays, that if they can believe the Bible, and they do believe the Bible, when they go into schools and start challenging professors, I think a lot of these professors will start to maybe question their own beliefs. And so we have to start from the, the bottom up, so to speak, get the kids involved in questioning what is purported to be science and isn't, and have them help us overturn this evolutionary mindset that the culture has. For more information on these events, you can go to our website on our calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation with SABSA, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. 
or call us at 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on the link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter. We would also like to make people aware that we now have the opportunity to expand this radio ministry across the country to radio stations in eight other major American cities. To do so, however, we will need sponsors to cover the $303 a month cost in doing so. If you could help with this, send no money now, but please contact us and tell us you want to help expand our ministry via our contact email on the contact page of our website or call us at 210-599-7240. Also, go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at the current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at the Jim's Restaurant on the corner of San Pedro and Ramsey. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR website, click on KSLR Podcast, and scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. Mm-hmm.